This is the Being Better with Jennifer Powers podcast series with best-selling author Jennifer Powers, brought to you by our friends at National MI University. Hello there. Welcome to the show. Welcome back. Hi, Jen. Hello, everybody. Hello. You look uh, perky over there. Yes, I feel perky. I just had two <laughs> cups of coffee, so that always helps. <laughs> That'll do the trick. Yeah, yeah. What do we got today? Well, um, we've got a question from the, from listeners, which we like. Yes, and keep them coming. I'll just say there, if you have a question, maybe a follow-up question during this particular episode, send it to info at jenniferpowers.com. We'll answer it. All right. What what if I have a question? Do I have to go through all that trouble? Can I just ask stuff you? Stuff it down. Stuff it deep, <laughs> deep down. Great. <laughs> There's so much darkness down there already. <laughs> Want to add it to the pile? <laughs> all right. What do you got? Okay, Jen. This uh, comes from a listener, and she asks, "She, I don't know if it's a she or a he on this one. It doesn't say. Um, how can I get m- people to like me so they listen to me in my leadership?" Mm. Yeah. Well, there, there's so much in that question, and thank you, listener, for that because I'm sh- I know as a fact that a lot of leaders um, ask this question, maybe not in those same words. How to get people to like me? I'm not sure. They're not gonna... make fun of me behind my back, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it's that you want to get people to like you. I have to I have to push back a little bit on that. Because what I, I don't think it's like as much as it is um, trust. I feel like leadership, um, the most successful leaders have really forged some trust. And I think we talked about this before. But um, I would question your ability to want to be liked. Do you know what I mean? Like that is a human condition and we do want to be liked. Sure. But it's it's more in leadership. I think we can get, and I've seen people do that, they bend themselves a little bit to appease, to please the people that they are leading. And that's not, that's not what people are really after. People want to feel safe. They want to feel heard. They want to feel um, respected, right? So what can you do to make people feel a little bit safer? When people come to you, for example, with their ideas, and that's hopefully something that you're encouraging and nurturing, being very receptive to what they're saying doesn't mean you have to agree to put everything in action that they're suggesting, but being very open and receptive to what people are hearing. And that is in your body language, right? In your listening skills, in the time that you allow, you're not rushing them, right? Yeah. Hey, Jen, can I enter? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you just make me think of so much. You like leadership, like leadership or management. I remember like, mm. like thinking about being a, like a mid-level manager or a high-level manager. It's a tough position um, because it seems like nobody likes you by default or something. Yeah, because authority, you know, I fight authority. Authority always wins. Great tune. <laughs> Some people don't like authority. Some people don't respond to certain types of authority. Yeah. And a manager is by default authoritative. Is that yeah. kind of what you mean? Well, yeah. And I, I think of it like being a parent. You know, I think mm. a lot of parents, like this this listener asks how they could be liked. Yes. And like, it's like a parent. 
parents want to be liked by their kids. Yeah. But being liked by your kids doesn't, it's not necessarily what parenting is. Is and, and, and I don't think it should be the goal, even though, yeah, I hear what you're saying. So many people in the parent role yeah. uh, want to be liked. So what do you think it is as a parent? Maybe is trust? I think trust and safety and availability, accessibility. Yeah. I mean, as a parent, you're a leader, right? And in the workplace, people need to feel like they are worthy, they're appreciated. I mean, it's not, I guess what I'm saying is it's not so much about you. It's more about them, right? It's more about how you make them feel versus how they feel about you. Yeah. I don't know if, if that's a subtle difference. I, I feel like there is some I like difference it. there. It's, it feels like credibility is a big thing as a parent. You know, like... Like, uh, I don't need to be liked, but I want them to, you know, not do, not, not get into trouble. I want them, I want to influence what they do. And if they don't, I guess, think I'm credible, then they're going to not do it as much. Right. So like, what can you do to empower the people that you are leading or empower your children in this case to make their own decisions, to make them feel like they have the power and not you. Again, it's, I'm realizing now and answering this question, it's more, um, the shift in perspective here is making it more about the person and less about you. Like if we were talking about how to get people to like you, the better question is how can you get them to like themselves? How yeah. can you be a part of them liking themselves more, believing in themselves more, entrusting themselves, feeling more empowered? That is what good leaders do. Right. And it really removes the leader or in this case, that you're saying the parent from the equation and it's putting power into the minds. Right. And the heart of the individual. Be clear. I, I do neither with my kids. They're locked in the basement <laughs> now. Let's they have shackles clear. and yeah, yeah. I throw them a Twinkie every Duly once in a while. Duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like it because uh, it, I think in this day and age, like. When I first got into business, I had this boss. She was old school. She wasn't trying to be liked. She told me what to do and expected yeah. it to be done. Command and control style leadership. Very, very common but now back then in 1942 when you started, <laughs> when you entered the workforce. <laughs> I think you're right. She was, an, she was an older gal. She retired soon after, probably because she was so sick of everybody coming in and expecting you know, to be handheld and coddled and whatever. Yeah, yeah, where, where that shift started to happen, right? I, I don't know when because I'm not a leadership expert, people, but you know what I'm talking about. There was a shift in um, what leaders were expected to do, like know the answer, direct, right. lead by um, direction and instruction. And when that shift happened, it was a big challenge for a lot of old school leaders. And uh, I think that's what maybe sparked this question. Like, yeah. how do I be like, like it's before you were liked because you knew the answer. You told people what to do and people felt confident. Now w- people want to be empowered. And I think that was a big shift for a lot of that's old school new. leaders. Yeah, that's, that's very new. new. And it's getting newer and newer. More. <laughs> <laughs> if that's at all a word. <laughs> it's newer right now. It's even newer right now. Yeah, the millennials in the workforce now really don't want to be commanded and controlled. They want to be trusted, um, asked about what their ideas and opinions are. And this is a big uh, paradigm shift for leaders but it's not it's not bad it's not better it's not worse it's just different yeah 
And so as a leader, it's less about being liked back coming back full circle and more about um, empowering the individual to feel like their opinions matter, their ideas are good ones, they are heard. It's safe to be heard, right? And to, to voice your opinions. And I think, listener, that is what, um, that is the best move you can make to uh, be a better leader. That's really what you're asking is how to be a better leader. You said, what did, what did she say? How to get people to... How can, how can I get people to like me so they listen to me, but she wants... So right. that I could be a better leader. So you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, that's what she, I mean, we inevitably want, but we also don't want to be... Well, there's also another clue in there. Like, so they listen to me. I would turn that around. I know this sounds radical, but I would turn it around and say, like, how can you listen to them more? Right. Yeah. This isn't pandering, people. I know it sounds like you're pandering to your this direct reports. Yeah, it's, it's really coaching. yes. It's bringing coaching skills into the conversation, as I've mentioned before, and will continue to mention that um, it's not like you want your subordinates to listen to you or your direct reports to do what you say. It's how well can you listen to them? That's that's the paradigm shift I want to bring oh. to this. So wise. Also oh, wise. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, you know, that's a really good question. And hopefully that has given you food for thought. That's all we're here to do is just give you some little tidbits, little breadcrumbs, if you will, to munch on. Low carb. I wish you High hadn't protein. said that because now I got to go take a food break. <laughs> All right, folks. Um, this is always fun. Please keep sending in your questions. Info at jenniferpowers.com. There's no question too big or too small. We want to hear from you so that we can help you be better. Thanks again to our friends at National MI for sponsoring today's topic. If you are interested in learning more about National MI's mortgage insurance products and services and the webinars and courses they offer, please visit nationalmi.com MIU. Also, to find out more about Jennifer Powers and how you can get international speaker Jennifer Powers to keynote at your next event, visit jenniferpowers.com. We hope you join us again.